Fine. Okay, Rabbi Isai. Let's continue here, Bezer Hashem. Shara B'Tochen. Shara B'Tochen. <clears throat> so we just finished learning a Givaldagi aside, <clears throat> tremendous point, which the Chavis of Avos explained, why Kodesh Baruch was set up this world that people basically have to spend some effort, sometimes a great effort, but be involved certainly in obtaining the necessary material things that he needs in this world, livelihood and food. And he explained two reasons. Number one, it's all a nesayin, it's all a challenge for the person, making sure he keeps Hashem's ratzen, does the mitzvahs, what he's supposed to do, even with all in the, within the framework of trying to obtain a livelihood. And number two, in order to keep him busy. So he ended off the Chavos Avavos based on that. We do find, he quotes a Pusik like that, we find that if a person sort of has proven himself that he doesn't need this Nisayan, or doesn't, will not rebel against Hashem if he has extra free time and Hashem just gives him goodness, he'll still keep the Tyrell, he'll still spend all his time properly, then this is taken away from him. So based on that, Chavis now comes with a monumental question, a question that has been asked throughout the ages. And if a person will say, someone will ask, based on all of this, that we do find that there is a small population of tzaddikim, that truly righteous people, and yet yet they're not given their livelihood in an easy way, which based on what the Chavis said, it should be that way. Here you have a tzaddik, he does all ruts and Hashem, and yet he's a person who Nebuch has to work very hard. It does not come easy. He puts in much effort, much toil. And on the other hand, and many people who are anche Averis, they're wicked people. And they do Averis all the time. Yet they live a tranquil life. And their lives are with goodness, with sweetness. What's going on over here? What's going on? If the whole point is just to have an Esoyen, and just to make sure that the person is doing what he's supposed to, so then the, the perfect tzaddik should not be tested in this realm. The perfect tzaddik should, of course, get all of his parnosa and a silver platter. We should find that every person who's truly a tzaddik should be well off, taken care of, and yet we don't find that's the case. We find many righteous people, many tzaddikim, who find it very difficult to make a livelihood, and and they put in an effort, and it comes with a lot of difficulty. So why is that? How do we understand that? And at the same time, with someone who we would expect would have more difficulty and put up more nisyayinus, they seem to have a very easy, comfortable life. So, in, in other words, we put this question, like the Chavazavav is going to tell us, this is the old age question, which already the Gemara and Brachis Davzayin tells us, the Moshe Rabbeinu himself asked this question. Moshe Rabbeinu asked Hashem, Hashem, please, let me know. Give me an insight to your ways. What was he asking over here? 
with these few words in Parshas Kisisa, Hoidieni knows the Rakaka, let me know your ways. Chazal interpret what he really was asking over here is Hashem, Madua Yesh Tzadik Veraloi, Veyesh Rosh Vetoivloi. Why do bad things happen to good people? And why do good things happen to bad people? It doesn't make sense. My Shabbat already seems to ask, it doesn't make sense. Here, Chavis says, Neymar will tell this person who asked the question, the prophets themselves already asked this question. He means to say, many They also delved into this to try to understand, to try to make sense of this. Where do we see them? Mayhem, some of them asked. It's very straightforward. Yirmiyah Novi says, Hashem, Madua Derek Shem Tzalecha. Why is the ways of the wicked successful? Why do the wicked prosper? And others asked it the other way. Why do the righteous suffer? That's the question. Why do the righteous suffer and why do the wicked prosper? This is this question which the Chavah is saying. You may also start thinking about this question. And the truth of the matter is, this is a very dangerous question. We know someone in history who had a very hard life, even though he was a righteous person. That was Eoiv. Eoiv, the Gemara in, in uh, Bava Basra, he compares him to Avram Avinu. He's not as great as Avram Avinu. But certainly, many understand that he was a, a completely righteous person. And yet, Eoiv suffered terribly. And the Rabban has a whole pirish to say for Eoiv. And his, in his Hakdamatu Sefer Eoiv, he says that this is a question that has troubled pe- the hearts of people for centuries. Yesh Dover Machiv Halavovois, that has pained the hearts of man, Umadiv Hamachshavois, and has been knocking at a person's mind. And because of this, Rabim Michol Adairois will pull the way to Kfira Gemura. Ay, terrible. He says, because of, this, because of this question, because of this difficulty, many have have just left Yiddishkeit. Many have taken Lekfira Gemura, becoming completely unresponsive to Torah anymore. They've become non-believers. What is that? What is this question? of Mishpat That's the words of the Ramban that he sees in this word, Mishpat Mu'ukal, there seems to be a crooked system that does, doesn't seem to add up, doesn't to be, to seem to, to be justified. Why? The good people suffer and the bad people prosper. Why is that? Madua Derek Plenia Plenia And not all sort of in a, in a global sense, but he says sometimes it, we're just asking about an individual. You know, that guy, I know him well. I know what he's done to me. I know what he's done to some family members in whatever area of, of Isurim we're talking about. And yet, this person seems to prosper, seems to be okay. He has his health. He has his parnosa. And, and a person can be so troubled by this, the Ramban says that many people become heretics because they don't understand it. How could this be? This guy is a crook. I know him. And yet, he prospers. And another person... I, He's mamish the tzaddik of the community. He's the tzaddik of our place. And yet, Nebuch, he has one trouble after the next, after the next. And why is it, you know, this guy, he, 
all of his kids behave so beautifully, they're great, and this guy never has so much trouble with his mishpacha. And because of this, it, it, it troubles the mind, it boggles the heart, the Ramban says, and it leads people astray. So this is what Chavis Abbas is presenting. Why is it? So we're not going to go through all the psukkah that he's quoting over here from Navi and Tehillim, etc. There's a whole long list of psukkim to ask this question. And he, and he ends this, all the elder psukim, he says, There's many more that I didn't even quote. Ach says the Chavis Abbas. This is the question. It's very clear to everybody. This is the question. Why do bad things happen to good people and why do the wicked prosper? The Navi didn't tell us the answer. Not the Navi Meshrabenu, not the Navim of Chabakuk and Yirmi and David Amelech. Nobody gave us the real answer. Why not? They left the answer. Why? To explain the reason for this, to make sense out of it. Because the reason for each one of these righteous people that are tested, that's the first thing we have to understand. No matter what reason we're going to say, no matter what kind of answer that we're going to make to sort of give some plausible reason for this conundrum, it is a test. There's no question it's a test. It's a test for the person going through it, and it's really a test for anyone observing it to try to understand it. It's a test. And beyond the same, beyond that test, there's really different reasons why it could be. Reason A, reason B, reason C. So the reason why we can't give sort of one cookie-cutter answer is because every one of these righteous people that are tested to make, to make, make suffer or have a difficulty with this parnasa or anything else in life. And and every wicked person, every person who really rebels against Hashem, is not keeping the Torah. He knows better and he still doesn't do it. He's yet he has goodness in this world. Is zulas It's all for different reasons. So to give sort of an answer of one size fits all is impossible. You can't give one answer that will satisfy every single case. Because of that, the Navi just left it, and you have to figure out each one. That's why the Torah tells us, like it said, tells us, that the hidden things in this world, that's for Hashem to know. In other words, there's really, we're never going to really figure it out in in its totality. And therefore those things that are hidden, that's only for Hashem to know. The things that are open, the things that are clear and revealed to us, that's for us and to us to give over to our children. Things that are clear, things that we know to be true, the Torah says there's a reward of punishment. The Torah says that this world is a corridor for the next world. All of these things that are revealed to us and clear to us, that we for us to know and give over to our children. But the things that don't make sense, the things that are obscured for us from us, the things that we just can't wrap our heads around, that is Nestorois, that's Lashem Elikeinu. There are things that are beyond our ability to know. If you have questions about all of these things, 
Why doesn't it make sense? Don't have, don't be so amazed on this. Because that's the way it is. But the Torah already addresses this point and tells us the rock. The expression of a rock is is the only thing that's really stable and firm. And the rock is that idea that you can rely on. That strength is Tomim Pa'olei. All of his ways, all of his actions are Tomim. Are c- completely straight, completely perfect. Kichal Mishpat. And all of his ways are actually pure in judgment. So they're both true. The, the things that we don't understand are hidden. That's for Hashem to know. But what we do have to know is we have to believe that all of it has a Cheshbon. We're going to go through what the Chavis of Avis explains. He has five different scenarios, five different reasons why it could be that a tzaddik will suffer in this world, six different possible reasons why the wicked could have tranquility and serenity in this world. But before we get to any of those reasons, we have to understand those are merely possibilities. In other words, Really, the Mashkiach Zolgazunzain asked a, a very brilliant question. In other words, if Mashrabbeinu himself said, Why do you have a tzaddik veraloi? Why do you have a righteous person who suffers in a rush of a tavloi? So, what's the Chavis of Avos coming to answer? Does he think he's smarter than Mashrabbeinu? Hashem told Mashrabbeinu, I can't give you the answer. Moshe asked, But the Gemara says he wasn't given an answer. So, how does, how does the Chavah of Avah says, Oh, but I know the answer. What does that mean? So the Mashkiach explained in a very deep way. The Chavah of Avah here is not explaining why Pliny or Pliny has it this way. In other words, Moish Rabbeinu, who is a Navi, and already sees clearly into the situation of this particular individual. He asked Hashem, he says, I see it all, Hashem. And I know all the reasons of Chavos And I know all the Mishalim of the Chavetz Chaim. And I know all of the insights of Rav Dessler. And all of the writings of the Ramban. And whatever you answer for me, I know about this particular person or that particular situation. I know that it still doesn't make sense. Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, I've gone through all of that. And it still doesn't make sense to me. In other words, Rabbeinu was able to, with his greatness and being a Navi, was able to penetrate into certain situations where he was asking Hashem that I know all of the possible reasons of why this could be this way does not add up. So please tell me, there's something beyond me. There's something that's hidden from me, Moshe says, that I want to know. Hashem, let me know your ways. Hashem says, that I don't even disclose that to you. Really, what Chavos Avavos is going to hear, do and present to us is not why this guy has it bad, why this person has it good. He's just going to sort of try to open up our minds to possibilities. Not, we'll never know the real answer. We'll never know if it's reason one, two, three, four, or five, or it's a combination of two and four, or one and five. We'll never know that. It's not for us to know but at least to sort of calm our minds down and make the question something that at least is, is manageable to be a question and not be just bewildered to come to a point like the Ramban says many people ended up as non-believers 
Chavis will say, listen, I'll give you some answers that are satisfactory to make sense of the situation. That's what Chavis is trying to do. Nothing more than that. He's going to offer us possible scenarios of why even a tzaddik could be punished in this world, could be made suffer to be suffered in this world, and why the Rishoyim could have prosperous lives in this world. That's what he's going to tell us. That's what he's going to continue now in Hashem in the coming nights. We're going to see the different ways. And we'll try to analyze each one of them to expand a little bit, to get a full picture of them, to get a good understanding of these possible answers. A good tenacht.